0: Welcome to the Jenny Catrin Leadership Podcast, brought to you by Foresight. At Foresight, we are cultivating healthy leaders to lead thriving organizations. Thank you for tuning into today's podcast. Please enjoy the rest of our show. Well, hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. I'm your host, Jenny Katrin, founder and CEO of the Foresight Group. And we're wrapping up our series on strategy. This month, we heard from Jeff Henderson, who challenged us to know what we're for as an organization. And in our Foresight Building Blocks for Success, we say that this is the purpose block that supports your organization's strategy. You must know your why. You must know what you're for. We also talked to Tim Lucas from Liquid Church in New Jersey. And he defined the different streams that are core to their strategy, which is to saturate their city for Christ. And the thing I love about both of those interviews is that Jeff and Tim have both been intentional to build their strategy on a foundation, on that purpose that is unique and specific to their calling and their gifting, both as leaders and as organizations, they have fought uh, the pull of comparison and the temptation to mimic what others are doing and sought to be authentic to their mission, vision, and values. And so they have laid a great sense of purpose that supports our strategy. So in part one of the strategic teaching, I left you with three Ps to be thinking about. I said you needed to think about patience, purpose, And perspective. And I shared my impatience with seeing a vision come to fruition. And I talked about my learning uh, from the Cologne Cathedral and how much it impacted me to realize that the vision for the Cologne Cathedral was set by Archbishop Conrad van Hotsksteden, did I say that right, in the year 1248, but wasn't completed until 1880. Over 630 years, it absolutely blows my mind that somebody could set a vision and it takes 630 years to complete that vision. Now, I'm not saying that our visions will take 630 years. I'm pretty sure none of us are patient enough for that. But I do know that I could use a little more patience in the pursuit of the visions that God gives me. I love the idea of strategy, but I don't always love the patience and the discipline that strategy entails. And the larger our organizations get, the more this tension exists. And so that's why I feel like as leaders, we need to be aware of the significance of patience. So that's a reminder for us. We need to be patient. And that leads us to our second P, which is purpose. Now, I referenced this when I talked about both Jeff and Tim challenged us by thinking about purpose. So to successfully accomplish your strategy, you need to lean into the importance of purpose. So I want you to visualize the life cycle of your organization, and that starting point is on the bottom left, and we want to grow up and to the right. We desire growth. That's normal. But my challenge for you here is to realize that something must be undergirding that growth curve up and to the right, and that foundational building block is purpose. We must go up and out at the same time. So in order to accomplish our strategy, that upside of the bell curve, we must clarify our purpose which I believe is the first building block that supports strategy. So have you asked and answered the question I left you with, which is what is your purpose? Did you wrestle with that a little bit? Because your strategy must be built upon a foundation of purpose that is consistent, clear, and understood by your team. The next question I wanted you to wrestle with that takes you deeper in defining purpose is, Do you have a written vision, mission, and values? What are they? And is your current strategy in alignment with your mission, vision, and values? And if not, you need to pause to consider why you've maybe veered off course and determine what it it will take to get back into alignment. We have to constantly be reviewing our mission, vision, and values and making sure we're living from these as we pursue our strategy. If not, We'll have some fractures in our foundation that won't hold the weight of our growth. And then the third P that I asked you to reflect on is perspective. Asking yourself the question, where are we now? And as leaders, we have to be brutally honest with ourselves and our teams about the truth of our organization. So where are we now? What's the reality? So today, I want to give you three more questions to wrestle with as you consider your strategy. And the first question is this, where do you want to go? Where do you want to go? Now, it probably feels like a little, kind of like a funny question. As a leader, you live with a constant idea of where you wanna go and what you hope to achieve. That's kind of always on your mind. The problem that most of us wrestle with is that the destination is typically more of a concept than an actual destination. We want to grow, we want to serve more people, we want to make a difference. Your mission statement is often what you have in mind, but remember the distinction I gave you for mission and vision. Mission is a definition of who you are and why you do the work you do. So this is where your vision becomes critical because your vision is a description of where you wanna go and the impact that you wanna make. Your vision has a little more concreteness to it that'll help drive your strategy. Your vision sets the target for answering this question of where do you want to go? At Foresight, our vision is to influence 100,000 leaders in five years. But that's not enough for a strategic plan. That vision sets the target, but now I need to give more specifics to, shall we say, the pit stops along the way in pursuit of that vision. I need to define the many destinations, so to speak. If I want to take a road trip from my home in Wisconsin to Southern California, I know where I want to go, but now I need to define the route more specifically. So first, I need to define the time frame. Am I going to take a week to take this trip or 6 months, right? That distinction alone will have severe impact on the route that I'm going to take. And the same is true for you and your organization. A good vision statement should have a time frame built in. So Foresight's vision statement says five years. So my first phase of strategic planning is to break down that five-year plan into smaller chunks of time. And we've chosen to build our plan in one-year increments. So starting with our five-year target, we've defined key milestones or destinations that we need to hit each year that will help us accomplish the vision over the course of five years. And then with our five-year plan and our sites, we drill even deeper on the year in front of us. And so I encourage you to do the same. You're building a plan within the plan. So set your long range vision target and then determine what's the shorter term plan you'll build with more detail that helps you work toward your goal. You might decide it's six months, 12 months, 18 months, do whatever works for you and the rhythms of your organization. For the sake of clarity in this conversation, I'm going to work with a one year plan. So we'll look at that five-year range, we'll develop a one-year plan, and then we need to spend some time dreaming about what you could do in this year ahead to help you accomplish your goal. So what are your hopes and expectations for what your team could accomplish in this time frame? Let yourself dream a little bit. And after a time of dreaming and brainstorming, narrow those ideas to the top two to three goals that you want to pursue. Before I breeze over this, I wanna emphasize that you need to narrow your list to the top two to three goals that you'll focus on for this next year. And I know you're going to have a whiteboard full of ideas and they're all going to be wonderful and good and you'll feel the need to do all of them. I get it, I'm so guilty of this myself. And by the way, the dreaming and the planning part is a lot of fun, but if everything is important, nothing is. You have to choose to focus. So narrow that long list down to the two to three things that if you and your team do exceptionally well this year, you'll have the greatest overall impact on the pursuit of your vision. And with your focused goals in front of you, I want you to ask the second question, what is realistic? Now it's time to play devil's advocate. You were energized by brainstorming. Your team got excited about the possibilities, but now we need to get honest for a minute what is realistic? Are your goals doable in this time frame? There's nothing worse than setting a goal that is kind of impossible to achieve. Unrealistic goals discourage and demotivate your team and actually end up causing you to go off course. So you want to set goals that stretch you, but are doable with focus and commitment. Consider things like time commitment, budget, staffing requirements, etc., What will have to shift or change to allow these goals to get the focus that they need? So be honest and then revise your goals if necessary. You may have to make some adjustments or be honest about whether one of those goals is actually doable. And then the third question to ask is how will we get there? I want you to get even more specific with these goals. And this is typically where we as leaders kinda wanna check out. We loved the brainstorming, we loved the big ideas but we're starting to get to minutia and action plans and that kind of wants, we kind of want a short circuit, but you've got to stick with it. The more clarity and detail you provide for each goal, the greater your chances of achieving that goal. It's time to create specific and measurable action plans for each of your goals. So here are some other questions to kind of get you started on this process. Who is responsible for leading this goal? Now, this is super important. Yes, it's likely that it's an organizational wide initiative, but who wakes up feeling responsible for making sure we're making progress on this goal? Now, a lot of people will feel responsible for helping make the goal happen, but who wakes up feeling responsible for making sure we're focused on it? And by the way, you should not be the responsible party for all of your goals. Yes, as the leader, you're ultimately responsible, but look for a team member who can be the driver of the goal. By the way, have you ever tried to put two people behind the wheel of a car? No. We love to do co-leader stuff in organizations, but it rarely works. Only one person can drive, so give clear responsibility to one person. They are going to delegate specific action steps to others. Other people are going to be involved in it, but one person needs to wake up every day feeling responsible for moving this goal forward. The next question I would encourage you to ask is what are the steps necessary to accomplish it? So get more specific. What will it take to achieve this goal? In the book, The Four Disciplines of Execution, one of my favorite books, by the way, the authors refer to these as lead measures, which they say are the most high-impact things your team must do to reach the goal. And a good lead measure has two basic characteristics. It's predictive of achieving the goal, and it can be influenced by the team members. So lead measures are things you can control. These are things we can do that should lead to the outcome of the goal we have in mind. The next question I want you to ask are what are the key dates and deadlines? So you need to build an accountability along the way. Don't just have these two or three goals that have a one year deadline on them. Give yourself dates and deadlines along the way that help make sure you're keeping everyone accountable to making progress on this goal. And then the last question here is, does budget need to be allocated? And most likely the answer is yes, because you've defined this as two, the two or three things that are key to helping you make progress towards your big vision you need to plan for budget to help make these initiatives possible. It seems obvious, but so many times leaders will leave this to chance. You'll kind of leave it to chance that you'll find a way to fund the vision and the goals. But if it's important, if you've done the hard work of focusing on your two to three primary goals, you must make sure you have a plan for funding them or it's gonna get really discouraging for everybody that's a part of that initiative. Okay, I've given you a ton to think about today. But if you do these steps, you'll be on your way to creating a plan that will get you and your team on the path to moving from ideas to action. I want you to accomplish your big goals in 2020. I want to see you make substantial progress toward your vision for the future. So here's your three questions you're wrestling with this week. Where do we want to go? What is realistic? And how will we get there? So I'm grateful that you tuned in today. I'm excited to see your strategic plans. If you wanna take this conversation further, we've got a workbook that basically outlines everything I've just talked about and helps you put this into action in your context. So it's the strategic planning workbook and you just need to text Foresight, the number four, and the word SITE, S-I-G-H-T, to 773-770-4377. So text Foresight, the number four, the word site, S-I-G-H-T, no spaces, to 773-770-4377. And we'll send you that workbook uh, to download. And then you'll also get our weekly leadership insights that will continue to help you on your journey as a thriving leader. Our mission is to cultivate healthy leaders to lead thriving organizations. And my passion is to equip you with the foresight for success. So keep leading well, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Jenny Catron Leadership Podcast. If you have any questions, please email Jenny at podcast at get the number four sight.com. If this content has helped you in any way, we would love for you to share this podcast with your friends and on social networks. Also, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of the amazing content coming from the Jenny Catron Leadership Podcast. Your comments mean the world to us, so please rate and leave comments on our podcast. And remember, you need foresight for success.